episode of Creeps, Creatures, and Haunts. Oh my! Today we will be talking about personal experiences. Reading some of your guys' personal experiences, we decided we're going to share a few of ours. Yeah, because we can tell you things too. Yeah! Um, before we begin, just make sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave us your review. Helps us out a lot. And again, if you want to see the video form, you can go over to YouTube and watch that. Or if you're on YouTube, you can go and subscribe to the podcast if you want to be able to like... Because we're so pretty. Yep, listen to it. Yeah, that way you get to hear all of the stuff without the face. So maybe that's what you want. Maybe you want to watch. Yeah, maybe you want to do like your morning commute or whatever you do. Maybe you don't always want to sit down and watch a video because we mainly just kind of talk at a camera. So like, yeah. you know. You know. Yeah. But, um, stuff and things. But we also do a lot of other stuff on the YouTube channel too that won't be podcast form. Like we shove our face full of um, snacks and stuff like that. We do short films, a whole bunch of that. We do a whole bunch of other crap. So you can go watch that if you want. Um, yeah. But yeah. So we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let Kim go first here with her first uh, personal, true, scary story. Scary. All right. So mine happened when I was younger. I was probably about like I want to say like maybe ten or twelve. Uh, I grew up in Parma Heights, Ohio. If you're familiar with that, it's like suburb of Cleveland mm-hmm. area. That's where all the old people live. It is pretty much old people. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, my neighbors, like, my neighbors on either side were, like... Unfortunately. <laughs> were, were really old. They were really nice. They were really, really nice, but they were, like... They've probably since passed. Well, you don't live forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. But, so, anyway, I lived in a ranch with a basement house there in Parma Heights, and, um... My grandmother on my dad's side had passed away, and she had a bunch of stuff that went to all her children. She had like eight or ten children. I don't remember how many. Christ. I know. <laughs> kind of crazy. My dad was like the youngest, I believe. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so he got this really cool um, pool table. He's always wanted a pool table. And so he took the pool table out of the basement of his mom's house, and it was covered with this ugly, ugly speckled black and white paint. It was hideous. And it needed new felting on it, too. So he decided he's going to restore this completely. And he takes the paint off, and lo and behold, this pool table is beautifully wood-carved, intricate designs on it. Just really, really beautiful. So he decides, okay, I'm going to take all this paint off, and I'm going to, like, you know put like a sealant on it and do all that stuff to make this really nice. And then he got new felt for it and everything. So the way that the basement was set up, this is where the pool table was. It was in this weird room that if you walked in, it kind of went long like this. And uh, I had some stuff in that room. Plus like there was like a little like family room down there, a laundry room. And then my dad's room, which was like a utility room where he had all his tools. Um, I had pretty much free reign of the basement. That was like my domain besides my bedroom. <laughs> and domain. I did. I did. And uh, I would go down there and listen to music, watch TV, play with my Barbies. Yes, I was obsessed with Barbies. Still kind of am. You know, whatever. Uh, so I needed to get something out of this room where the pool table was. And usually when I go into rooms, I usually don't turn lights on. If I know exactly where this thing is, I'm going to go right towards it. So I walk into this room and I look over to my right 
and standing at the end of the pool table is this woman dressed all in black. Her hair is just everywhere, like typical looking like witchy, banshee looking person, just like with her hands on either side of the pool table, staring at me, glaring at me, like, what the hell are you doing in this room kind of thing. And I'm just like, holy crap, like, what's going on? I grab what I need, and I leave the room, and I go into my little safe space, my little, <laughs> the family room, and I, I'm, like, freaked out. I'm like, oh, my God, this person, you know, they're going to try to talk to me. They're going to do something. I turn my music up real loud, and I just try to drown them out. She didn't really come out into any other parts of the pool table. I would only fear any parts of the pool table. She, she wouldn't really come out into any other parts <laughs> of the basement. She would usually just stick around the pool table. Mm. So, I'm assuming she was attached to the pool table. Good old haunted object. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I would sense her, like maybe standing at the door, like looking at me and stuff like that. Uh, anytime I went back into that room to get anything, I always turned the lights on when I went in there because I didn't really want to see her again. And, you know, it did freak me out. I mean, especially being 10, 12 years old, it was like... Who's this person in my basement? Right, you know? yeah. Imagine now, though, if you could just, like, summon something like that. Be like, oh. I, looking for the ghosts. I would love to... Wouldn't that be nice? Be able just... to go back there. What happened to that pool table? It's still down there, I'm assuming. I don't oh. talk to my dad, unfortunately. I wasn't um, sure if it, like, ever got sold or so. As far mm, as you know, he probably no, still No, when it. I when I left there, the last time I was at that house, that pool table was still there. Okay. Yeah. So... So, I'm assuming it's still back. Well, hopefully she haunts him. Um, <laughs> so. Be free. <laughs> Go walk around the house. I just, when you say, I just down. pictured, I just picture Bellatrix every time that you... Yeah. 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 Picture that's a good description Bellatrix. of it. Like, Think of that. Bellatrix I, on a pool table. I always thought of, like, the typical picture of a banshee you would always see in books where she would have the wild hair and the... Yeah. Bellatrix. <laughs> yeah. Bellatrix. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Kind of a banshee. Yeah. I don't know. Bonham Carter just personified doing, doing on a pool stuff. table, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, so yeah, my my first one, like none of mine, I guess, are that elaborate or long. But one of the first ones I remember when we when I was camping, um, not in a tent. We there is a place we stayed, and it was like a camper camper, um, and it had two beds. And I was a kid. Me and my dad both had a um, it was like a it was like one of those weird campers where it was like. Like, there was, like, a little upstairs kind of part because, like, uh, it was, like, you know what I mean? There was, yeah. like, it was a big camper. Um, so, like, you went into, like, the little upstairs parts and there was two beds up there. You know, one was my dad's and one was mine. We would sleep there. And my dad, his job, whatever it was at the time, he went to work, like, early in the morning. And we had a, a chihuahua. His name was Buddy. Um, and also I'll say that, like, we, my dad had seen things. Like, I remember one time we were driving, you could drive golf carts to campground. It was a big campground. We were driving. And the one time my dad all of a sudden just swerves and kind of screeches, which is unlike my dad. Um, and I'm like, what? And he kind of, like, just stopped and started looking around really fast. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I just saw someone running at the golf cart. And I'm like, well, I didn't. Um, <laughs> and he was obviously sure? freaked out. Because he, like, very clearly said he saw someone running. And there was no one around us. Um... But anyways, that's not the story. That's just one other thing. The campground had a few weird things. Um, but um, I was sitting there, and it was like probably 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, and I heard my dog's dish just being like, or it sounded like the dog just like 
pushing his dish around, something just scraping across the kitchen floor. And I'm, I yelled at the dog, my like, buddy, stop it. And, um, and, it, and, it, and it stopped. And then the dog moved. He was in between my legs. He cuddled up there. And I literally just closed my eyes and said, no one went to sleep. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. No. Because, um, I mean, as far, oh, I mean, we never you. we never had a mouse in there or anything. I mean, no, it's a campground. We never saw anything like that. But, I mean, it was, I mean, a loud, like, I mean, it sounded like something just pushing stuff across the floor. Yeah. Remember even then, because, I mean, this is a small dog. He's chihuahua. He's a fat chihuahua, but he's still small. He's still a chihuahua. Chihuahua-esque. <laughs> and I remember just thinking, like, well, that sounds like a lot more noise than he ever makes. So I don't know what it was, but, um... Yeah, it creeped me out as a kid because I was just like, because I just did. I felt him just kind of wiggle around, and I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> okay. I don't know what's inside. And it definitely wasn't my dad because he left and it was still dark out, and it was daytime when I woke up. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. Mm. Something. Something. Yeah, something. Mm. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> um, well, I will um, actually feed off of his story about a dog. So, um,. I am going to tell you a story that happened not too long ago, actually. Um, we kind of inherited my aunt's dog when she um, she had to go into a nursing home, and then she went into assisted living, and she just wasn't able to take care of a dog the in the condition she was. So we volunteered to take him. His name was Booger. <laughs> Booger. Yes, his name was Booger. He lived up to it. Yeah. So him and our dog, Max, were pretty much like best friends. They hung out all the time. And um, Max, unfortunately, was a little bit uh, was a little bit older than Booger and did pass away before him. So then we just had Booger. And eventually Booger did pass away as well. Well, one of the things that and if you know if you have dogs, even cats do it sometimes. If you have dogs, you know they do that whole thing when they're they're going to lay down and they do the stupid spin around in a circle to get the best spot to lay down in and it's just so obnoxious and annoying and it's like just lay down. Just lay down. You gotta find the right spot. Yeah. Well you're like circling in the same spot. It's the good spot. Just lay down. So, um, Booger had like recently passed and um I'm laying in bed. And I feel like a thump come up on the bed. Like something had jumped onto the bed. And then I feel the distinctness of Booger. Now, mind you, he was a Boston Terrier with the big... He was one of those taller Bostons, like with the big legs and stuff. Like he was... Um, feel him doing his little circle. And I'm laying there and I'm trying to fall asleep and... Like, I, I know that he's passed and everything, but I know that this is Booger, and I'm just like, Booger, lay down. And then I feel he let him lay down. Hmm. Now, mind you, he had been deceased for a while, but he came to visit, and he was laying down on the bed. I just thought that was the, hmm. a really cool thing, because, yeah, yeah, he did the super circle thing and laid down, and then that was it. If there's any ghost I want to be haunted by, it's animals. It's like all the fun, but you don't have to clean up their poop or, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like animals are too innocent to, like, be purposely creepy as a ghost, too. I don't know. Yeah, no. Like, humans, I feel like, I don't know if you're going to be a ghost. Be like, I'd be a mischievous ghost. I'd be just poltergeisting the hell out of you. Mm. I'd be like, <laughs> do you like that vase? That's too bad. <laughs> like, like, yeet! Across the room. <laughs> um... 
So the next one I I have um, is we do still ghost hunt, but I, when I was younger, we used to like go around like and I think most a lot of teenagers and stuff do this where they just go to creepy places all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your local legends and stuff. Um, one of the big ones, and we still go there, is Bowman Cemetery. Mm. Um, and it's probably one of the freakiest. Now, this place, if you're not from around this uh, Midwestern Ohio, you probably never heard of it, but um, Gretchen's Lock is really famous. Um, and that's really close. Um, now that, shameless plug here, um, we do have an episode where we do go at actually Bowman's. I forgot that, yeah, Bowman's is in that episode, yeah. Yes. And Gretchen's Lock, there's like a two-parter. So if you kind of want to see this, um, definitely go check that out as part of the Haunted Adventures playlist. But anyways, um, and I might have even talked about this and that, I'm not sure. So I went there one time and, um, I don't notice it as much anymore, but people used to do rituals and just weird stuff in there. Um, I'm kind of going off track here, but my cousin actually, she had went there all since she was young and it wasn't a paranormal experience, but I guess they saw what looked like KKK members standing in the woods watching them. And my cousin, I mean, she's a reputable person. She's not like some... She's she's a good human being and wouldn't just make up something random, so I believe something like that when she says it, and they, they they just left. That's like the end of the story. They saw creepy people with white hoods on in the woods, just kind of looking at them, and they left. Yeah, I um, did that too. <laughs> we were there filming this one little thing a long time ago, the first ever thing we ever filmed, and um, I forget who all it was, but basically some guys came up there like, yeah, you're rednecks, and they had giant bottles of Arbor Mist in their hand, and asked <laughs> if we wanted to have an orgy with them. We then left. Oh, so creepy people go here is the is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so when we went there, apparently someone either that day or previous, it, it had not been long because the weather hadn't taken much of it away. Um, there were burnt pages of something. I don't know if it was a Bible or a book. But burnt pages scattered throughout the place. And there was a whole bunch of symbols drawn around um, a couple of the tombstones. And in each corner, I don't know if it was like white paint or what, there was like a seashell with a candle in it that had been burnt. They weren't still burning, but they had been burnt and they were melted. So um, I think there was like five of us at the time, me and my one friend, um, we went to the one corner and the other two or three people went to the other corner of the cemetery and standing there, we heard something in like the woods rustling around and I said, shh, you know, let's listen to what it is, if I was an am or something. And all of a sudden we just heard something running at us. Like not like pitter patters through the leaves, but like full on like leaves being rustled by giant feet and there was nothing, I mean, it ran to us. So we went over and we told like, we just heard something running at us. And so then we all, the whole group of us stood in the other corner of the cemetery, just completely silent. And you could just hear the leaves, just something walking around us in circles. And we left. <laughs> we ran out of there and we were like, no. And it is weird because when I used to go there when I was younger, there would be like little things we would notice. But every time we go there now, it seems almost calm there. I don't like, very rarely do we have anything happen at all there when we go there. Like, well, I know we went there for, we had some stuff with the dowsing rods, maybe, but, like, there used to be something that felt, when you went there, you felt, like, a darkness. Like, it was heavy feeling. Yeah. And I don't, like, and I said, I'm very, like, light-believing on this stuff, but every time I used to go there, I would feel, like, instantly creeped out when you walked mm -hmm. in there. And I don't really feel that way too much anymore. I just, I don't know, it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember going, the first time I went with, um, actually with my ex, we went for a ghost, um like a ghost tour of like the whole area. Cause that whole area and that park and stuff, there's like there's a bunch so of haunted much. stuff right there. And Bowman cemetery was one of the things. And I just remember walking in there and just getting this overwhelming, overwhelming eerie feeling like you were being watched. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like that. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you in my cemetery kind of feeling? And it was just, it was very scary. And then when I went, 
the first time I ever went with you guys, I felt the same thing. But now, yeah, I don't it feel... just seems like, it's almost like someone, like, cleansed it. That, and also, like, as you're talking, I was kind of thinking, too, something that well, there year ago, years ago, like, there used to be a lot of, like, wooden crosses in there. And, like, mm. a lot of things. People have really damaged the cemetery. Yeah. And they would go in and they would basically fix it. We'd go, people would, like, kick down the crosses, broke things. Um, they would somehow, I don't know how they've done this, because, I mean, these headstones in there are big. I mean, they broke them. Yeah, I don't um, understand that. And someone would fix them, but they've kind of stopped fixing everything from what I've seen. So I almost wonder if less people go there because when there's nothing to vandalize, you can't vandalize. Yeah. And so I kind of almost wonder if that's like, you know, when we would go, there's so much vandalization happening constantly. They'd repair and then vandalize. Maybe it was like stirring whatever's there mm -hmm. up. And there's a lot of legends about this place, like a witch. And there's some really creepy stuff. Like, I mean, there's a headstone there that has three children that all died before the age of five. Yeah. Like right next to each other. It's like these people, because Bowman Cemetery is like their their name. It's like a family plot for the most part, I think is what it is. It's family and friends. It's hard to find much accurate history on this mm -hmm. place. Um, but yeah, there's a plot there where it's like this, these poor people were just popping out babies and they just kept dying and it was like, Ugh, it's really, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that story. Do you have a, do you have another one for us? Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what I could tell. Hmm. I have a lot of stories. Yeah, just that, pick one. I've always been interested in ghosts and ghost hunting. And so there'll be a part like two. That. So, um, well, Okay. I will tell you about this time that I went to Franklin Castle. <laughs> uh, Franklin Castle, if you're not familiar with it, is a huge haunted place in mm -hmm. Cleveland. Everybody that lives in Cleveland and the suburbs knows of Franklin Castle. It's not really a castle, but it's it's pretty fancy looking. Like, for the day, it was built pretty fancy. It was built right. by... Um, Hans Tiedemann, there's actually a road named after him, and um, ironically enough, he's known to haunt that road, too, which is kind of funny. Um, but uh, I went there, my um, ex and I went on a ghost tour through Cleveland, and it was a bus tour, and we went to all these different stops, and we actually got to go out, get out and go to some of these places. Some places they just drove us past, or they stopped in front, and they're like, this place is haunted by this and then we would drive away um we went to like a few little places and we got to actually go outside and go into the building and stuff like that well franklin castle was the last place we got to go and we actually got um dinner served to us in the carriage house and um they split our tour in our tour group into two groups they said okay the first group you're gonna go in the house we're gonna give you a tour and then the second group, you're going to sit here and you're going to eat dinner and then you'll switch once everything's done. So I, we were part of the, um, I don't know. We were part of one of the groups anyway. So we go to, um, get dinner and the way that this carriage house was set up, it had the downstairs where they had like, um, they had a bar set up and, um, desserts. And then you went upstairs, and that's where they had the hot food. They had, like, some pasta and stuff, like, and salad and stuff for us. So we're walking over to where the stairs are to go upstairs to get dinner. And I see the tray of desserts, and I grab a cookie. And I go and I break the cookie in half as I'm breaking the cookie in half to put it in my fat mouth. 
a <laughs> picture off of the wall, lifts off of the nail, and crashes at my feet. Now, if you're familiar with when I'm going to use my little phone as a, as a thing. So, when pictures are hanging on a thing, if they fall off of the hook or the nail, like, falls off or whatever, they usually, like, fall straight down and they'll land like this, face down. Hit the bottom and then just, like, tip forward for people that are listening. Yeah, yeah. So, it goes down, tips forward. Well, this actually came off the nail, forward, landed on its back, face up, shattered. Because it was, a, it had like a glass and everything, shattered glass all over the place. Did you scream? At my feet. No, actually, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed because I was like, what just happened? Did I just have an experience at Franklin Castle? And, I, and of course, everybody's like swarming at me, like all the people that were in charge. They're like, are you okay? Are you cut? Are you all right? And I'm just laughing. I'm just like, I'm great. <laughs> no, there's a demon. I'm like, I'm great. Because I just had an experience at Franklin Castle. And I, I was just super elated. And, uh, elated. yeah, the place is creepy just to be like, when I, uh, when we went on that tour, I did feel like we were being watched the entire time we were walking through there. Um, it didn't feel very welcoming at all. Um, now mind you, this was back when, um, the, the woman from California owned it. And she had this guy who was not, not the best reputation. <laughs> um, he liked to make porn. Uh, he was running it, running the house for her. Yeah, well that's what he called himself was an entrepreneur. Sure, and, uh, he, uh, yeah, he was very, um, I guess the best word to describe him is sleazy. There you go. Yeah, sleazy. But he, he was running it and he was allowing this tour group to come in there and stuff like that. And I, I, I have a feeling that the spirits there weren't too fond of the stuff he was doing because I did feel like they weren't happy people were there. And what they were there for. And it just seemed kind of like, I don't know. It didn't feel very comfortable there at all. Mm. But it was really cool to have an experience at Franklin Castle. Knowing that that's like the most haunted building in Cleveland, Ohio. You know, so. It's a creepy building. I would like yeah. to go there. I still haven't got a chance to go there yet. Hopefully at some point. But yeah, that'd be fun. Just having things thrown. I always want something thrown at me. <laughs> nothing, ever, nothing ever happens, ever. Okay. Um, so... Last one. This one should be this one should be a pretty short one because it's not like a big experience. But um, there's this place that's in I guess it's technically Alliance or Sebring. I think it's Alliance. Yeah, it's Alliance, Ohio. Um, called the Jewish Cemetery. It's always there's another one of those places like a uh, legend. You know, you always hear as a kid and stuff. Um, and uh, there's also a crybaby bridge right down the road, you know, because of course there is. But the Jewish Cemetery is a really creepy thing. You can't actually go inside it, well, unless you climb like this. I mean, it, it, I, I don't know if I have a picture of this thing. Well, I haven't been there for a year. We need to go there sometime. But um, you can't really get inside of it unless you climb the fence. Now, it's not a fence you want to climb because it's like an old fence with like the points and stuff Yeah, on top. it's really tall. Yeah. But um, one of the... And there's a whole bunch because, I mean, there's a crybaby bridge. There's supposed to be a ghost dog, which, side note... I was driving down to one night with my friend, and we both saw some kind of shadowy something, like, run on the road real quick, um, and then it kind of disappeared. We both saw it real quick. We were like, what the hell? So I don't know if I saw the ghost dog or not, but 
Um, so we, were, we went to the cemetery, and one of the legends is, is you see blue lights. And we did. We went there the one night. We were sitting there, and it was me, and I know what my cousin, and I think my cousin's friend was there. Um, this is before I even knew Kim. And we were just watching, and uh, it looked like little tiny, like, balls of lightning. Like, you could, like, barely see them. It was really weird. It's kind of like an orb, but with your eyes, not with the camera lens. Um, you know, I mean, this was before the time I even had cell phones, so I don't have, unfortunately, pictures, and I didn't have a camera ready available to try and capture it. But, I mean, it was so dim. It wasn't like a bright blue light, but you just see, like, these little, like, little static balls. And um, it was just really strange. We sat there for a while, and then and they just stopped. And, I mean, we would go there all the time when I was younger, and that was the only time anything that I ever saw anything. But, I mean... I remember if we just kind of look there, kind of mesmerized, but like, oh, God, look. There's the thing they talk about. We see them. Like, they're there. I know. Anytime I come out towards um, my friend's house that way, we always have to drive past the Jewish cemetery just to see if we'll see lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. I don't know what it was. Like I said, I mean, I don't know if it was like a ghost looking like a ball of lightning. I don't, I don't know what it was. It was weird. <laughs> It wasn't fireflies, it was too big for that, and it wasn't green, it was blue, so it definitely wasn't fireflies. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to, and there's nothing really else behind it or around it that would make that, so I really don't have an explanation for it. Um, but yeah, it was definitely strange. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for this, for our little scary story time, and we'd have more, so there'll be another episode at some point down the road, and please, 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 if you have one you'd like to share with us, um, send it to us. Um, you can do it many different ways. If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment, click the social media, one of our social media links and send me a direct message on Facebook or whatever. Um, you know, however you want to get that to us. And if you're on the podcast, the links are on there to, you know, get to our social media and the YouTube and all that, where you can, you know, direct message us and let us know your story. And if you like this type of content, like us talking about it, you know, make sure to also let us know. Yeah. Um, so we will continue making this type of content. If there's something else you would like to see that is Creeps, creatures, or haunt related. Oh my. Um, <laughs> Let us know that as well. Uh, but I think that does it for this episode, and we will speak at you all in the next.